0: China. China. Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, hey it's Ariana Grande. Just the
1: interviews, a Zach Sang show exclusive podcast. It
2: is the Zach Sang show, Heather, Dan, and Thomas Barbuska. Yeah. Babushka. Right. <laughs> nice. I Dude, I like youtube it before so I can like try to get the pronunci- <laughs> pronunciation down correctly. Right. Thomas Barbuska.
0: Yes. Beautiful. Nailed You're it. the only person that's gotten right within the last three months. Oh, wow. What do people yeah. usually say? Barbuska, barbushka, (laughs) just anything but barbushka.
1: Because people
2: feel like they know, right? When you see a name like barbushka, like your 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 mind like plays tricks on you. You're like, I got this. It must be barbushkanashka, right? You know, it must be something so beautiful and so so overcomplicated. Exactly. It isn't.
0: It's not at all. Uh, And you have to do the hand whenever you do it. Obviously. Yes. (laughs) What has been the
2: hardest thing that you've had to educate people in Los Angeles on about you? Is it your last name?
0: Yeah. Is it a quality? What is it? Convincing people that I'm Italian. Everybody thinks I'm Irish, but I'm 100% Italian, and, and nobody believes it.
2: And that's obviously the ginger.
0: Yes. <laughs> has, right. Has, it's, it's like Sicilian red hair. I don't I don't understand it.
2: Yeah, But it's a darker red hair. That's why I understand. Right. It's not like a vibrant ginger. Like, it's not an Irish vibrant.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's like an auburn. Yes. But yes. everybody's like, no, dude, you're ginger. I'm like, all right, whatever you say, but it's auburn. It's like Sicilian Auburn. Nobody gets it.
2: Do you get like a little offended when somebody calls you a ginger because really you're an
0: Auburn? I'm in Auburn and I know I'm an Auburn. And that's why I don't get offended by ginger. <laughs> He's confident <laughs> himself. He knows. Exactly. <laughs> but,
2: honestly, do you feel like that people thinking you're a ginger or seeing you as somebody with red hair maybe helped you in this city kind of like break out a little bit?
0: I think, I think it makes me somewhat memorable. Uh-huh. The Auburn or the ginger, whatever you want it to be. Yeah, I think it makes me somewhat memorable because if I had if I had a different hair color, people would be like, oh, who's that kid? It's the kid with the weird last name. Yeah, but yeah. it's actually the kid with the Auburn hair
2: with the weird last name.
0: With the weird <laughs> last name, Correct. two things going for you. <laughs> and in Los right.
2: Angeles, those <laughs> things can make or break you getting a part
0: or not. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, I, uh, I dye it. Well, I dye it brown for the show, and I've dyed it brown for a movie, but like continuity is wrong because like in the first episode of the Mick, like yeah. my hair is like dark, dark brown and then like mid-season, like the next episode, it's it's Auburn, dude. It's, you know, I was kind of wondering
2: that too. You, <laughs> you actually dye it. Yeah. What, what, who didn't want you to be Auburn?
0: Alright, here's the thing. Okay, so I did a movie called Middle School uh-huh. and I had to look like the other kid in the movie, Griffin. So then I dyed it brown. We, we dyed it brown for the movie. Whatever. Got it. Right. And then right after that, I went straight into the Mick, so it was still brown. Mm. But like, they never thought, like we never thought to like dye it brown again.
2: Got it. Uh, yeah. Did the Mick want you as a ginger? Do they want you as somebody with brown hair? I
0: don't think they cared. <laughs> Look, we've made they've made a lot of jokes about how I'm a ginger in the show. Okay. So so I think I'm going to stick with the red hair.
2: So congratulations, by the way, on a successful season one. Thank you. But beyond like, and, and I, I, I'm telling you, like this. This is a different type of show. It's a show that's on everybody's radar, everybody's in tune, all ages, families, everybody. Like, everybody in the office, you were just in the lobby, literally, for maybe 30 seconds. Everybody knew who you were from the mic. Do you <laughs> feel like this is different than the other, the other shows you've been a part of?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, will, I love this show, 100%, because It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. And And is one of my favorite actresses of all time. And all of our producers are from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and same with <sighs> our writers. So like I freaked out like when I saw the part and I read the script because it was the director, the producers, the writers, Caitlin Olsen. I was like, oh my god, because I always wanted to be a part of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but now I get to be a part of this whole thing and it's so cool.
2: Dream team. Yeah. <laughs> how was Chip first described to you? Like, how? What was the breakdown you read on him?
0: Uh, It was, it was Chip, like, 12 to 13, douchey, punchable Mm -hmm. face. Yep, yep. (laughs) You nailed it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and, like, that was it. It was just, like, super rich and entitled, and, like, that was it. It's like an, you're like the unlucky loser of the show. (laughs) I know. Like, nothing goes right for you. No.
0: (laughs) But he also tries really hard, Chip. He tries extremely hard. Too hard? A little bit, yeah.
2: Do you find yourself trying hard to fit in sometimes? No. Ever? No. You never need to?
0: No, man. If I can't fit in, I don't fit in.
2: Then why do you, why be around those people? I just, exactly. You're right. I right. guess. You're <laughs> 100% right.
0: Right. <laughs> I don't know. I see you on
2: Instagram. You're hanging out with cool people. Yeah, man. You got like a nice little friend group?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I hang, I hang out. I try to hang out with the same uh, group of people. Okay. The, well, the very close friends. Consistency is key. Yes. Consistency is very key.
1: Well, in real life, you're much cooler than your character. <laughs> so how do you get in the mindset of like, all right, I got to drop me and I got to be this loser kid? Uh, you know, I just,
0: I just kind of, like, all right, so whenever I get the script, I'll just kind of read it up and down. And I just keep doing it until like I get into that punchable face mode. <laughs> <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> and then when I get into the punchable face mode, it's hard to get out of it. <laughs> so you're like going home you're like, oh, crap, I'm still this kid, aren't I? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and how do you memorize your lines and how do you break down an episode?
0: Um so all right so we'll have the table read uh-huh. uh, at the beginning of the week and then we'll kind of get situated for that and then we'll film the episode okay so let's say we start Monday on an episode we'll we'll also that day do a table read for the next episode that we're going to film next week God. and then and then I just kind of get an idea of that episode and obviously it changes a little bit and then I have a on-set coach um named Joel Brooks and he like helps me like if I don't understand something he'll help me like get into that and like, he'll help me memorize my lines, like, and he's he's a big factor for me, like, when it comes to memorizing my lines and staying focused and, um like, understanding the script if I can't understand it myself.
2: Do do you only memorize your lines and then respond to those, <laughs> everybody else around you so it's natural, or do you know your lines and the other person in the scene so you know, do you understand one of my question? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I, well, obviously, I... I Definitely have to memorize mine and then I after that I'll I'll try to get everybody else's down. Got not, it. Not memorize them, but know the gist of them. Uh huh. Just so I'm not stuck in of the, course. Of the scene. And we and rehearse it like two or three times and then we'll go straight into it. Wow. But it's never but it's like never how it is, like well, I mean it is how it is scripted, but everybody likes to do improv and like everybody like all has ideas and we like to throw alts in, especially the writers. So like it's hard to keep up sometimes. So Scott MacArthur who plays Jimmy, he's like one of the funniest guys I've ever met and it's so hard to keep a straight face with him. <laughs> So like one day we were doing a scene in the episode, um the condom, right so we're doing that episode <laughs> yeah. and um and he's like giving me advice on the ca- on the bed, and like he just goes into this whole thing about how he saw kai sabrina's Sabrina's uh, boyfriend like like seeing he said he looked out the window, he saw Sabrina's boyfriend. And sweat started dripping down Sabrina's boyfriend's face, and all he wanted to do was go out and catch it with his tongue. <laughs> and like he said that, and I just I started laughing so hard. And for the rest of the day, we were doing that scene because I couldn't keep it together. Because he's I,
2: and are you improving? Are like, do you feel comfortable enough? Yes,
0: yes. Uh, they really encourage it a lot. So I tr- I try like when it's when it's a good moment too. Yeah. Are,
2: are you looking for like when you think of season two, what gets you the most excited about it?
0: Uh, Dave and John Churnin, the writers, they, they're telling me all the ideas they have for season two and like every single one of them is hilarious. So like that, like motivates me like that, like that is what I'm most excited about for season two, the storylines they have set up.
2: What was your biggest takeaway from season one? What'd you learn?
0: <sighs> Man, just being around like everyone cause they all have their own input. Um, just being around them, just like. I don't have a specific thing, but everything they do, it's just like I, I'm learning so much.
2: You soak in constantly.
0: Right. Um, so like we all like so Randall Einhorn, who is our uh series series uh regular director, he he understands me and I understand him. So like I know his directing style, so we both adjust to each other. Cool. Yeah.
2: That that's comforting, right? Yeah, Having it's really a, comfortable somebody like that you actually get along with and you can work with?
0: Yeah. It's if, if you don't get along, then it's not going to work, yeah. and and he, we all get along so well, like the crew and the cast, everybody.
1: What What's it like working with the whole cast? Like that little kid, is he that weird and creepy in real life? <laughs> no, he's so strange. <laughs> he is the cutest and nicest kid I have ever met. Every
0: single day, he'll come up to me and give me a hug and scream my name, and...
1: Yeah. Is it is it so hard cool. for them to get him to be that weird or is he pretty good at it? No man, he just goes straight into it. <laughs> really? <laughs> he's got it deep down somewhere because he just goes straight into it. It's <laughs> so weird. <He's> acting, Dan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he's I know, but I just assume like he's like a he's like a small kid how old is like 4 or 5 at most? He he's 8. He, he's 8, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a cute kid, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, how about what's what's the girl's name in real life? Or Sabri- Sophia, Sabrina, Sophia? Sophia? How is she? Is she that much of a bitch, or is she friendly?
0: No, she's very friendly. She's she's really awesome. Uh, one of the nicest people I've ever met. She's great. Super hardworking.
2: By the way, like, this is a huge deal that Dan actually watched your TV show <laughs> because Dan has never watched a TV series ever. Really? He never watches movies. <laughs> I
1: don't watch it, but I started watching because I knew he was coming in and I just kept going and watched the whole season. <laughs> That's awesome,
2: dude. Are, are you a Mick fan? I'm a Mick fan. Yeah, I liked it. Nice. What's your favorite part about the show?
1: Um, well, I did enjoy that you get hit in the balls a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. So when you're filming those scenes, like, how do you do that? Do you actually get hit in the balls?
0: No. We have like a weird harness thing that we put in in this area. Right. So like when like when the girl goes to kick me, like there's like something that catches her foot. You,
2: oh is the um, harness like oh. over your pants or like under the pants?
0: Under the pants. Oh over the boxers in the pants.
2: Got it. <laughs> yeah. But you do most of your own stunts, right? Yes. Like what's a, a all a off of limits?
0: Alright, so um okay, so you know the master episode where me and Sabrina are fighting. Yes. And, mm-hmm. So that episode they let me do everything except when Sabrina headbutts me and I fall <laughs> over the couch and <laughs> fall into the glass table. Like, that's the only thing they wouldn't let me do. <laughs> th- th- that's it. it? Yes. But they encourage it if my mom allows it. Okay. And my mom's usually open to letting me do it.
2: And you as an actor, would you rather do them or no?
0: Yes. Why? Because it feels more real. Like, not that not that, that doesn't look real. I'm saying it feels more real and it keeps me going throughout
1: the scene. I get that. Yes. Cool. Is there something about your character it's not fully explained cuz there's a few times where you have these like thoughts like when you're stabbing the guy in the neck and he starts bleeding. <laughs> like what's going on in the, like in there? I have no clue, dude. <laughs> just like every every couple
0: episodes I'll see something that he's just completely twisted and demented and I just I Like, where is that coming from? Maybe it's, like, because his parents left him. I don't know, but he just has, like, these weird, demented moments.
2: What do you mean, where is it coming from? In that moment, like, in in that moment in the show, it's, you know, Kate Olsen's boyfriend literally going to him, get me pie, and (laughs) you're not going to take orders because Chip gives orders, and he's grown up this stupid, ridiculous rich kid who has everything at his fingertips, and, you know, he can't understand reality and the fact that, like, everything he knows and cares about is really going away. Yeah. Isn't that like the biggest through line? Like the money for this family, it's going to go it's going to go away eventually, no? That's what I think.
0: Maybe, dude. I don't know. Sure. But like but it's just it's so funny those demented moments like where I'm drowning my grandfather and then I snap out of it. <laughs> <Brightening>. <laughs> right. And then stab my aunt's boyfriend but, in the neck. <laughs> but it's all
2: but isn't it really all linked to Chip being told what to do?
0: Yeah. Right? It even is, the, even the,
2: right? Wash your grandfather.
0: Yeah. It is.
2: That was one of the craziest episodes, I think. Yeah, was with your gr- the grandma. Oh, that was she literally was so like, scary. That, oh
0: yeah. Oh my god. Um, the scene where she smacks my hand with a spoon. After a while, it started to bruise my hand my, Ooh. hand. my hand was like bruised for like three weeks. Really? Wow. Yeah. She hits hard. She's, she's great The well, lady hits hard she hits hard but uh, she's great what has been your biggest
2: like I want to say like I, I want to know your answer to this but I, I, I might not okay what has been your <laughs> <laughs> why well, just ask no, the no. question what has been your most life changing role so far this one dude is it in the mic
0: this one like this this uh, put me on the map man
2: in, in a big way
0: yeah thanks to thanks to the like the writers and the director funny story alright so the writers when they were writing Chip um, they were thinking of the Peter Pan Geico commercial. One of them was thinking of the Peter Pan Geico commercial where I'm being, you know, the punchable face kid. Yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah. And then another one was thinking Wet Hot American Summer, where I was also mm-hmm. the bully and the punchable face kid. And then they were like, they're like, no, dude, the Geico kid. They're like, no, dude, we want this kid, the Wet Hot American Summer kid. <laughs> yes. They didn't realize that they were talking about the same kid. And then, That's like, awesome. Well, and then after they auditioned <laughs> me, they realized, and, um, and then I, I, went in again, and um, then I was, then I was a part of it.
2: I mean that Geico commercial
0: changes your life too, right? Oh, it was because so fun. I and, love yeah.
2: that commercial so much. Everyone I think it was knows so you.
0: Funny. Yeah, yeah. There's there's the people that love it. There's the people that absolutely love it, and there's the people that hate it. Yeah, <laughs> like and either, hate it. <laughs> and they'll all say
2: something to you regardless.
0: Right. So when I'm walking down the street, there's a lot of Joanne or Peter Pan, <laughs> and like a lot. And then that that's like died down recently, and now they'll um they'll do like all right. So in this i do this high-pitched scream mm. a lot of people like to scream at me in real life with the high-pitched <laughs> scream and i don't know what to do that's, that's it's like,
1: fun <laughs> it's fun but it's just like what's going on yeah. like just scream back at him yeah right? i should man do you care if like for for a while you're you're always going to play the punchable face kid or do you want to get away from that role uh i don't have any worries about it um i think
0: i think i well i did the movie middle school and i kind of got away from the punchable face kid um <laughs> <laughs> i was kind of like more like the the I don't know how to say that. like the bro, like the cool bro. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think maybe I don't know. I don't think it will stick. All right, maybe it, I'm not sure.
2: Is it the worst thing if it does stick? No, there's always work for the punchable face person.
0: That's true. That's true. I don't think I'll ever get sick of it because it's fun.
2: It's always a different. It's always a different role.
0: It's always a different role, correct? They want to punch you in the face for different reasons, right? The motives always change, right? If they want me to, if they want to punch me in the face, that's a compliment. Yeah. That means I'm doing something <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're drawing out a reaction, <laughs> right? And
2: your reaction's good. <laughs> do you have like a, an ideal role? I mean, you, um, you want to move to features consistently. I'm assuming, or what is your plan? Do you look at it five, six, three years from now?
0: Um. Later, later down the line, I definitely want to do an autobiography. I don't know. I saw like when Leonardo DiCaprio did Wolf of Wall Street; he was amazing in that. And like yeah. that, I don't know. Doing a doing a biography or an autobiography of someone would be really cool. That's something I really want to do. Add it to the list. Yeah, dude, i have got to put it on the bucket list. Gotta
2: man. find someone who has a punchable face, right? Punchable face, Auburn hair,
0: weird last name, and we're good, man. <laughs> okay.
2: When do you go back into production?
0: Do you know? Uh, well, I just had a voice crack right there. Uh, I think puberty happens. Yeah, yeah. it's happening right
2: now. Oh, man. Yeah. Are you going? Are you going through it right
0: now, puberty? I'm going through it, man. Uh, you're 13, 14, uh, 17, 17. No, dude, 20. You're 20. I'm 25. Lies. All right, hold, on. Yeah. hold on, wait a minute. Five so, minutes. Such a Wikipedia. lie. Yeah, all right. Okay, wait. So he's 40. So puberty started. All right, it started like last year, right? And then the voice deepened up, and then now I'm starting to lose the high pitched scream. So we were trying to get it in as much as possible. Uh, Oh, okay. Are you worried that it's gone forever? I'm going to get really upset if it goes away forever.
2: (laughs) Is there anything else as, you know, time happens and time progresses that you're afraid of losing? No. As one becomes a man?
0: What, no, what else do you Just lose? A
2: I think you gained most yeah. things, right? I mean, you <laughs> gain a lot. I guess you can lose something. Zach hasn't been through puberty yet. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly laughs> Trying to think, like <laughs> he's working on it. What I get rid of when I entered puberty, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Um. Oh, the shoe size, dude. Okay. It's because like I, 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 I was a sneakerhead, so I was really into Jordans. So I, I got a bunch of Jordans, and then five months later, I was like, they're. Now I'm a size eight and a half. Oh, what do you do with those? Dude, they're all, like, size four and a half, so (laughs) I have to donate them or do something. Or look at them. Or look at them, man, because if I look at them, I'm torturing myself.
2: (laughs) You're a sneakerhead
0: already, and you're only 14? I'm sorry. All right, here's the thing.
1: I'm not a sneakerhead anymore because of that reason. Like okay. that, that upset. Oh. <laughs> so you can become a sneakerhead again when you're like 20, 21, when your foot's st- stop growing. Right, right. Gotcha. D- yeah.
2: do, do we have another hobby that we're kind of like putting in the place of sneakerheading?
0: I'm obsessed with basketball. Huge NBA fan. Y-
2: mm-hmm. You cool. fan and play?
0: No. I don't play because I'm terrible at it. Okay. <laughs> just I'm not equipped for it. <laughs> what, you, what is your
2: team? Who do you care about?
0: I care about the Knicks, even oh. though they've been terrible mm-hmm. for the last Thirty years.
2: You're an East Coast guy. East Hell Coast yeah. Guy. Uh,
0: I like the Lakers, even though those two are rivals. Yeah, they I both won. suck. Yeah, they're terrible. And uh, the Bulls.
1: Okay, another team that's not very good. Right. So I like all the bad teams. Yeah, you're over for three. Because if huh? if I, if I <laughs> like the good teams, like if or if I love the good teams, then I get hated on for being bandwagon. A bandwagon.
0: But I'm not. Like I love the Warriors growing up, but then the second they won a championship, I had to stop liking them. Mm-hmm. Why? That re- that's because I'm crazy not, Because I'm not from the Bay Area and everybody's like oh you're a bandwagon yeah, I mean, but Kevin yeah. Durant joined the team So I definitely couldn't like them anymore dude mm-hmm. If you're
2: gonna ride with a team through crappy moments you deserve the right to Like bask in the glory when they win
0: That's true man that's, that's- true
2: but. So I don't want that's what, one of the many reasons why I don't do sports.
1: You know? <laughs> it's a hard world, man. I don't want
2: to be judged for showing my support behind anybody.
1: You don't know anything yeah. about sports. I don't. <laughs> I don't know much. Sure. Oh, I had one more question. So you know the episode where you see Sabrina's naked picture? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> what, great. What do what's actually on the phone? Is there a naked picture to like make it like, ooh, there's a naked girl? It was a it was a woman in a bra, and the bra was
0: it was like beige out. So they put, Uh, like, beige coloring over it. So it was, like, a naked girl, but there was, like, it was just, like, it looked like a beige, like, sensor. So they
1: didn't free the the nipple. They didn't free the nipple. Oh. All right. That was a little upset. It's disappointing.
2: When you shoot a scene where your character is on a phone and you're talking to somebody— are you actually talking to anybody? <laughs> talking to no one. I thought so. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I thought so.
0: Uh, yeah, I know. I just thought
2: it'd be like a really nice touch for the director to be like, yeah, this <laughs> is the scene. And then you call, and your character who you're supposed to be talking to is on the other end.
0: Yeah, sometimes our script supervisor, Jeff, he'll he'll like do that like in the other room. So like oh. Video Village and all the directors and producers mm. are in the next room and they're watching it. And sometimes our script supervisor will like talk to me like and like try to help me through it. But, like, what he doesn't realize is, like, some of the stuff he says is, like, extremely funny. (laughs) So, like, it's, like, hard to do it and, like, not laugh because he's in the other room and he's saying all this stuff. Who
2: are we going to for advice on set? Like, are you going right to the director? Are you going to Kay? Who's your person?
0: Who's my go-to? There's a lot of Uh go-tos. Advice. The first person I, I don't know, the first person I see, they're all, like, equally... Advising,
2: Yeah they can they can guide you <laughs>
0: right all willing to guide you They're, oh uh Randall our our series director helps me out a lot Caitlin helps me out a lot uh Scott helps me out a lot Jernan's everybody in that in that area. Cool. Yeah.
2: Have we spent anything crazy uh with our Mick money yet? No. Do we have do you have like one purchase that like you're dreaming of?
0: <sighs> I gotta save it man. You, I gotta it, it's all in, it's all in a coogan right now. That's right. And I have, to, I have to keep that.
2: The Coogan, Dan, is the way the system here works is that a certain amount of money will go to uh, the minor, if underage, and then a certain percent will go to your parents, supposedly to go into a trust, correct? Correct. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, man. Does that scare you, like the life of an actor a little bit? Like, you know, they're, they're not saying it's going to happen to you, yeah. but inconsistency is always a real possibility.
1: You
0: might lose your punchable face. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to suck for or do you. You. Is, is, <laughs>
2: you can't think about it.
0: Uh, I don't think it's going to... I'm not worried about it, man. I think... Wait, what was the question again? I got no, lost.
2: I mean, inconsistency, right? You're saving it, right? You're saving it. Saving it. You know, because you never know. You never know. The Mick is amazing today, and then a couple months from now, a couple years from now...
0: You know, I don't yeah. know. I, tr- I trust the Mick a lot. I think it's gonna, I think it's going to go far. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude.
2: I think so, too. Everybody in the building is very excited to see you here.
0: That's awesome! Yeah, and you. I love that. <laughs> I was
2: at a, 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 a flea market the other day, and I was with my roommate. Mm. And my roommate overheard somebody else in the flea market saying that you were there. I was there. People know you as the guy uh, from the Mick,
0: uh, the kid with the punchable face. Yeah, punchable face kid, Mick yeah. kid. <laughs> That's awesome, dude.
2: You'll take it all.
0: I heard somebody's at the flea market because I'm always at the flea market on Sunday. Yeah. So like with all my friends. So. I always hear somebody yelling at me, but I never know where because there's always a million people there.
2: It's really uncomfortable sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they are. Where are they're you watching you. from
2: they're always watching. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thomas. Yes. Babuska. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out, dude.
0: Hey man, thank you. Much appreciated. This is really fun. I really like this place.
2: Oh, I'll cool. come back again.
0: Cool. Hey man, I'll come back in like twenty minutes. I'm gonna like go grab food. I'll back. Leave and right, come right back. Now. Watch
2: <laughs> the myth yeah. on Fox. There's yes. two episodes left. One episode left? I just
0: um, saw you read some. There's like. How many new there's episodes? There's like five episodes left.
2: Oh, that's yeah. so exciting.
0: Or more. Or more. Cool. Like yeah.
2: 80 episodes left. Many <laughs> episodes left. And then a season two coming. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, man. Thank you. Much appreciated. This was really fun. Thanks. You're
1: this podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.